canceled. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a special presentation of Anime Club After Dark. I'm your host, Sho, and joining me tonight, we have Alex Senpai. Just like Askeladd, I too am fucked. How you both start with A. That's true. And you have like a tsk in your name. So. Um, I, okay. Mine's more, mine's more like a x than a tsk. It's all the same when you're dyslexic, which I'm not. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes. So Canceled. today <laughs> we're going to be talking about the 17th episode of Vinland Saga. It's almost where... legal. Vinland Saga is almost legal, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> Why are we so problematic? Okay. Just ignore everything we say. Okay, no. Okay, in this episode, Askeladd is finally confronting the mutiny that we knew was going to have like coup happen like ten episodes ago. Coup d'état. Coup d'état. Yes. So it finally happens, and then Thorkel also joins in the fun and is like, "I want to play too. Don't play without me." Um, Which I yeah. find incredibly funny because he thaws, calls Thorfinn his playmate. Did does he? He actually uses the word playmate. Oh wow! Well, that's a thing. Um, See, you want you you want the ship to be Thor, Thor, uh, Thorfinn and Canute, but really, it's Thorgil and Thorfinn. That's his uncle. <laughs> I mean, eh. and I don't want anything. The show wants Thorfinn and Canute to be together, not me. Yeah, you keep dreaming. Um. So. Uh, I thought we'd start off by talking about the scene that happens right after the OP, which is a flashback to Askeladd's uh, childhood, um, where he is feeding his mom in a barn. And uh, one interesting part of that flashback was that the soup he was feeding her is like infested with flies and rats. So nasty. I guess that's supposed to be like how she's being mistreated by living in this shitty rundown place which i'm just like huh that is i mean it's not bad i did want a little more information about you know her uh athlete's relationship with his mom and this flashback was nice but it's kind of short and like trying to sum up the mistreatment with like nasty food as like a way for me to pity her. I mean, it's kind of cheap. It was nasty. I didn't like it, but and like I definitely pity her, but it's like kind of a cheap trick, you know. You could do better. Expect more. Yeah, I mean it it it's effective in showing that she's probably not treated the best. So, I mean, it does its job. But yeah, there could have been better ways to do this. And I, I do kind of agree. Like, I'd like to see more of why Asglad feels this way about his mother. I mean, obviously it's his mother, so he probably has strong feelings about her either way. But I, I'm 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 of the same opinion that you are. Like, I'd really like to see more of 
of this and how this relationship came to be so important to him. More obviously more important than his relationship with his father was. Yeah. Because his father his father is Danish, so and and he kind of he, you know, um ingratiates himself to the Danish culture, the Viking culture, and it's like even though he doesn't like it, at least he says he doesn't like it. Um, he clearly identifies way more strongly with his mother and her ethnicity, you know, being Welsh. So I would like to see more of this and how it, he just got so strongly invested in this. Yes. Um, honestly, I wasn't expecting anything because, I mean, the whole Thorfinn thing happened before uh, we figured out that... Um, the father died but this uh like emotional exposition is happening after we know that the mother died so i wasn't expecting it i mean it's better than nothing but i definitely want more to feel more emotionally connected to and this there's nothing to say that we might not get more down the road i mean it's possible maybe i feel like Asuka's gonna die before then uh, <laughs> you, you're really, you really think he's gonna die very, very soon, don't you? Well, the, all of the foreshadowing is there. You know, he disintegrates into snow. <laughs> we know what that means. Um, another interesting part. So does Canute? <laughs> does he? In the OP, I thought it was Ragnar and uh, what's his face? I'm Ask pretty Lad. sure the other one is supposed to be Canute. I could be maybe. wrong. I uh, well, maybe, maybe I need to go back and rewatch the OP. Yeah, I haven't been should. skipping it, so you think I would have? I would know by now. How it's a really good OP. It is really good, yes. Um, but yeah, another interesting part of that flashback was that the mom told Askeladd to serve King Artorius, which kind of like ties into basically what she's saying is like stand up for your Welsh background. So that kind of explains why Askeladd is. Um, so uh, passionate about representing and fighting for the Welsh. But again, it's very like short, very brief, very shortcut. Uh, it's a little cheap. It's a little like, it's very like blunt to the point. Like it's a very, it feels like a synopsis. The scene could be, an, well, whatever. The, the essence of the scene could be an entire episode but they I just... was thinking that myself. I'm like, this could be a really great setup for, you know... Um... A larger mini-story. Well, maybe, but also setting up Askeladd to be like this really tragic character. Yes, you could have done that, but we don't see enough of the tragedy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this, this scene is like compressing all of the notions, all of like the motivations of Askeladd into a very simple uh, exchange and the last thing that I found interesting about the scene was that uh, the mom mentioned that right now the king is recovering in this mythical sort of place called Avalon. Um, and Avalon is located to the west, which kind of ties in... It's Vinland. <laughs> yes, it ties in the whole Vinland uh, theme of this show which i like i actually did like that because honestly tying in the vinland theme i don't need a full like explanation you can just like drizzle that in like you don't need to give me a full like 
extended explanation. I'm perfectly fine with that small reference. I was happy about that. It was very interesting, very cute. I don't know if... um, I don't think Avalon in actual mythology has anything to do with Vinland or uh, the West, but... I'm perfectly fine with not how they did really. That. I mean, the the story that she's relating is the myth of King Arthur, and King Arthur was said to have gone to Avalon to seek the Holy Grail, and that he would come back when he found it and unite the entire king, all the kingdoms of Europe under a single banner. And it's kind of like if you read a lot of the Arthurian legends, they almost set King Arthur up to be like a Jesus character, where just he goes away and he's like, "I'll come back when you're ready." Lovely. I guess they're not ready because uh, he's not back. Um, so moving back to the present, uh, I just love how Askeladd is like, I want to tell you something that I've been holding back for so long. I hate you. <laughs> I hate your stupid pig blood and your nasty Danish ways. And now I'm going to cut your head off. Your head and your head and your head too. You're all getting decapitated. I'm like, damn, bitch, slay, literally slay. I like how he, I like how they're portraying this as well. He realizes he's up against an enormous wall. Might as well lay it all out now while I still can. Yeah, I that was just so badass. Loved it. Um, very edgy. I am total edge lord. Uh, speaking of edgy, Thorfinn just whips out like twenty knives and starts like flinging them like a ninja. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a little bit of historical anachronism going on right here, oh but you know what? God. It works. I'm not going to say anything bad about it because it works. It was pretty cool, but at the same time, where did he get all those knives? I don't know. I'm pr- like, that is not consistent. He's hiding to- them up his ass, apparently. Oh. 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 <laughs> Maybe Canute made a donation. Oh Maybe. my God. Oh. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> That's not consistent to how he's been fighting this entire time is he's been doing two-handed and I'm like, why would you be carrying all these knives? That makes no now, sense. It, it's, a, it's a very Asian thing. Specifically, it's a very Japanese thing. The idea of throwing knives, throwing stars, things like that. I mean, I, 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 I'm sure that there were throwing knives in, you know, medieval Europe, but it wasn't a common thing. And it just, the way he's wielding them is very, like you said, very ninja-like, or at least very stereotypically ninja-like. And I'm pretty sure that's not how it was done by actual Vikings in the past. No, but like, even using daggers in itself is very um, not Viking-like. But even... Served them in the moment. I'm like, I'm fine with him using daggers. I'm just like, I don't know where you got all these daggers from. It just, it just, it's not consistent. Uh, I liked it, but I just wanted to call you out I, for I being liked, a messy I will say, bitch. I, I will say for com- probably historically anachronistic as it may be, it would, the scene itself was animated very well. Yes, I did love the scene. Um, and also, the music that plays throughout that entire sequence is really good. You know, I, so, like, after this whole scuffle, um... Askeladd is like, okay, Bjorn and Thorfinn skedaddle with the prince. I'm going to deal with all these bitches. So they run off. And then like while they're running off with the horses, there's this like crazy uh, music playing, like really hype music. And 
honestly, I felt like the music, I liked the music, but it was like drowned out by the sound effects. So I would have appreciated- And the dialogue. Yeah, I would have appreciated if they made the music like a little more overpowering because it was a good track and I would have appreciated like actually hearing it properly. Uh, so they should have maybe like up that. I just love yeah. listening to the, music the, on Max, you know. <laughs> well, Max the, the best out. part about that music is like that. You, like you said, it, it's very hype, but it also has this like nice bassy build up to it. It's like you know some shit's about to go down, man. Oh hell's yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a whole thing with Bjorn and Thorfinn on the side. They start like fighting the detached force that go after them. Uh, I find it interesting that when push comes to shove, Thorfinn abandons Canute mm-hmm. and then takes the horse, makes a 180, and goes right back to Ascalad. Also, wait, you, you, you skipped over another great scene that was probably completely historically anachronistic, but fucking, they, they, they killed the, the people that are, that are following Thorfinn and Canute and Bjorn in the sled. They, instead of actually trying to attack the people on the sled they attack the horses kill them one of them just throws a knife at the horse's fucking head and they like they rear back and everything in the the sled goes flying off and um thorfinn in mid-air mind you is able to kick someone in the face and steal his horse i'm like yes yes this is exactly what i want it's a literal ninja a lot of his movements A lot of his movements are very ninja-like, which is pretty cool. I'm like, I don't even, I don't even have any complaints about that. It's just pretty. cool. I mean, again, it was very well animated. It's very hard for me to have any kind of complaints about this scene. It's just, it probably wouldn't have happened this way with an actual Viking. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe not. I'm not gonna think too deeply about it. <laughs> so. I also uh, well one one last thing I also uh-huh. like how Bjorn uh who's been like buried by the sled that's kind of fallen on top of him like lifts it up and he's got the uh he's got the mushroom that you know cuz he's done it before <laughs> the like the psychedelic mushroom lets him go all beast mode <laughs> he starts eating it and it's like you haven't even seen my final form bitch Oh man not the smartest idea considering Canute is literally right there so I'm like, aren't you just going to kill everyone? Like, aren't you going to kill Canute too? I'm like, you didn't really think this through, did you? Nope. No. Uh, Bjorn is a special snowflake that he he gets his own little uh, off-screen uh, fight sequence. But... Or at least off-screen so far. Yeah. But, um, like I was saying, um, Thorfinn returning to Askeladd Honestly, I didn't see that coming. I'm like, wait, what's going on? And then I'm like, I understand. Thorfinn is so dedicated to that revenge. Like, literally. very. He's like, bitch, no, I ain't letting Thor go get this kill. This kill mine. That's very in character of him. Uh, I really appreciated that writing because, like, I was confused uh, as a viewer like all these things were happening but then Thorfinn makes a decision that makes sense for his character in the middle of all this chaos and I'm like oh my god that's so true I appreciate that you as a writer remember who your characters are because I as a viewer do not 
Honey, all I know is that you're a ninja and that you and Canute have like a, a little like stabby stabby relationship. That's all I know about you. And I know this Mordia character. So I'm glad that someone else remembers that. <laughs> um, so we skip back to Askeladd and 50 of his men are coming at him at once and he is just like kung fuing the shit out of them. It's like, I'm gonna punch you, I'm gonna kick you, I'm gonna Stab suplex you. you. Just like, damn, bitch, you ain't, you ain't holding back. Yeah, I do like the fact that in this, you, you obviously see that he's not perfect because he's been hit a couple of times. He's got some cuts and some bruises and scrapes all over his body. So you, you clearly know that uh, at least once or twice he's actually been hit so he he's showing himself to be fallible he's not this like you know untouchable superman mm-hmm. i did really appreciate the fight choreography because it's pretty cool seeing him like maneuver uh between all the different uh people trying to attack him also i'm really curious so in the last two episodes he's mentioned i think twice now that he's getting old and i don't and though let me know if I'm wrong but I don't remember anyone or himself ever saying how old he's supposed to be yeah I, th- I feel so like I'm, I'm curious how old do you think he is like 30 30 I'm thinking he's in his 40s maybe you could be right I don't think like people live that old to be that old I don't know. I just I get I get the feeling that he's in his like mid forties, because back then that would have been old. I feel like mid thirties would be old back then. I feel like you die. I feel I like know. you I die just, in mid thirties. I'm 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 just <sighs> he he said it a couple of times now, and I'm just I don't recall anyone ever saying how old he's supposed to be. I mean, obviously Thorfinn's supposed to be a teenager, but I I just I'm just I'm really curious as to how old he's supposed to be. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. that's just a thought I had while I was watching this episode. I'm just thinking, like, we've seen him as a child, but we don't actually have a timeline between him as a child and him now, so we can't no, really... No, because we don't know how old he was when he fought Thor's. Okay. I mean, he looks the same between those two scenes. I'm, yes, I'm just saying he doesn't look like he's aged a whole lot, but I mean, at least 10 plus years have oh yeah because Thorfinn has also aged yes Yes. I see so I'm just curious is he's that's why I think he's got to be in his mid-40s at least maybe um honestly I think he's just I don't think he is actually being serious when he's saying I'm getting old I think he's just using that as an excuse because he says that but like we don't see it physically manifest in like his physical capabilities so yeah. I feel like Although he's just he, he, he using does that. he does end up I mean I don't think that they're not necessarily killed, but he definitely defeats like fifty of his own men by himself. And you can see that he's like very winded and like starting to get really tired. Well, I mean, I don't think he could do that in the prime of his youth either. Oh uh, true. <laughs> I mean, one person taking on an entire army would be you know, devastating for anybody at any age, but I'm yeah. just saying it that they're, do, they're going to great lengths to show that he, number one, that he thinks he's getting old and that he may actually be getting old because he gets winded way more easy than he used to. I personally don't think so, but 
you can make that argument. Um, what was I thinking? The, oh, uh, like unlike Thors and Thorkel, who can just use their physique to just demolish 50 men, Asklad is more about the finesse and more about the Strategy. swordsmanship. Um, that to that's his strong point in trying to get yeah or and also the um, intimidation. Those are the his arsenal that he uses to defeat his enemies. So he can't just like blunt force through people. So to me, it makes sense that he would get tired if he's faced in a situation like he is. Yeah. Um, it's also very interesting that um, midway through the fight, someone hits him in his uh, chest armor and then it kind of pisses him off. So then he just like slices the guy in half through his helmet, which is clearly not possible. <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> but again, it looks fucking awesome. Uh... That slicing someone in half as Ascalad, and maybe as Thorkel, I can believe that. But as Ascalad, maybe even Thor's. Yeah, as Ascalad, I find the scale of being unbelievable uh, more more relevant than the scale of being badass. So for me, that was just like too much. Um, but it was apparently it was a mistake because he by showing his true strength apparently he caused the uh all of his men to get scared and back off and be like you know what we aren't gonna all rush you at once we're just gonna pick you off with archers so Asgard kind of fucked up for the last time because he'd been fucking up for a long time uh for the last like five or seven episodes um but I found that interesting that's a very very minutely tactical that because he was too brutal with his fighting style he lost the fight because he wanted to trick his men into thinking oh it might be possible for you to kill me in a melee brawl um and then trick them into all coming at him and then he might have been able to kill them all but that didn't happen because he went too hard so that was an interesting... I found that very... Very... I, I liked it. I I liked that kind of mind game, even though he lost the uh, the game in that case. Um, yeah. And then after that, uh, when they, he's got archers trained on him, uh, Askeladd tries to bargain for his life, which is very Askeladd-like because, you know, he's all about being a sly dog and trying to uh, outwit his opponents. So he's like, you need me to get Canute or else Bjorn will just kill Canute, um, which is a long shot, honestly. Honestly, if I was Torgrim, I would be like, I don't believe you, I'm gonna just kill you right now. <laughs> uh, but Torgrim is as smart as a fucking lump of snow. So he's like, uh, maybe I do need to save Asgard. So Asgard's like, in his mind, he's like, yes, you idiot! <laughs> so, Torgrim actually believed that, which, I mean, 
I did enjoy because, you know, Asclad's being Asclad using his wits as his strong point to outmaneuver his enemies. And, but what he didn't expect was that Torgrim is like, okay, I'll save you. I won't kill you, but I'm going to cripple you by shooting your legs, which was like, honestly, in like every single horror movie or any single like action movie, when a character loses the functionality of their legs, you know they're dead. It's over. It's literally over. It's like, oh, I lost my leg, um, but I'm still alive. I'm like, no, bitch. You literally, you cannot escape the situation with your leg like that. You're going to die. It's like, I already know. Like, don't even tease me. So as soon as I saw Askeladd get shot in the legs, I'm like, that's literally, that's the same as getting shot in the heart because... There's no 0% chance that you can get out of it once you've lost the functionality of your legs. Which, honestly, he's basically dead at this point. So, (laughs) RIP was nice knowing you. Um, I mean, I'm not not sure if he's going to die outright from this, but it certainly increases his chances of dying. Yeah, he did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then immediately... After getting shot on the legs, Torgrim uh, commented that Askeladd has never been this desperate, which I thought was a very interesting line because to me as a viewer, I interpret that as Askeladd is taking these desperate risks because he's not just thinking about, oh, can I get money from this? Can I get like prestige from this? No. This is a personal thing. He needs Canute to um, like fulfill his lifelong dream, and there's like losing that um, bounty of being Canute's mentor is not an option. So that's why he's so desperate because now it's personal. It's not just some random like expedition, some random pillaging. He actually needs this that's his reason for being so i found that line very telling of askeladd um and then askeladd's response was really weird he says he couldn't wait for the true king to return from avalon which honestly you could just say that's gibberish and be like he's just being just being welsh you know you know how those welsh are they just say welsh things um but also, are you trying to say that Canute is going to be like a equivalent of Artorius? And if so, what exactly do you want from Canute? Because honestly, Asclad has been kind of expecting a lot from Canute. So mm. maybe Asclad does think of Canute as an equivalent to Artorius, which... I would be interested in delving deeper into that because I have no idea what Asclad would expect from Canute in that case. I I think that you're you're all right when you say that it's kind of a, an odd thing for him to say um, because it does certainly imply that he expects a great deal from Canute. I also think this goes and so this this episode is titled Servant. 
which is very odd considering, or not odd, but um, very apropos uh, considering a lot of the themes that have been explored in the last few episodes, how Asglad seems to be, uh, he has, he's asked in the flashback to serve King Arturius. Um, you have Thorfinn, who is serving at the whim of a um, exaction of revenge against Asglad. You have Thorgil, who uh, seems to serve the Danish gods and wants to get into Valhalla. And then you have Canute, who is serving reluctantly as his role as the prince. I so guess. I, I don't know. It, it kind of goes into all that. So I maybe Asklad is expecting an enormous amount from Canute, even though Canute is very reluctant to uh, take on the role he's being asked to take on. Maybe. That might be a bit of a stretch, but that might be what the title was intending. Uh, hard to... Hard, like, to me, a servant is, isn't someone who serves. It's someone who is, like... Because, like, serving um, indicates voluntariness. Wait, I don't know the Not noun necessarily. Well, to serve someone is... To me, that's a voluntary action, to serve someone. I well, mean, anyways, that's just I grammatical, but I get what you're saying. To me, yeah. it's a little awkward. Um, but, but you, you see how it how, how it could make sense. It could. I don't believe it, but it could. Uh, <laughs> but, bullshit, um, but I believe it. So after all the scuffle between Asklad and his men, Thorkel finally reaches the bottom of the valley. And then, oh my god, there's like the sequence of events where Thorkel has all these different crazy expressions, which were... I did appreciate. They were very... Very well drawn. Very highly detailed, yes. Um, I particularly enjoyed Thorkel's expression when Tor Grimm offers to negotiate, and then Thorkel is just like, it's bitch, like you want a... deadpan expression. Yeah, like, he's just mm, like, bitch, you want a what? Mm, what did you just say to me? Excuse you? Uh, I did enjoy that. Because it was very sassy. And he's like, give me a reason not to fucking decapitate your head 10 miles into the snow. And then Torgrim's like, I don't know, maybe we could like uh, have a kiki. We can have some tea. And then Thorkel's like, I don't think so. Love it. You know, an expression says a thousand words. That's the saying. That's not the saying, but it is now. Um, I also like how Thorkel's like, all right, I'm going to kill all of you guys, except for Askeladd, of course. Um, and then he's like, uh, pick up your weapons so I can actually have an excuse to kill you because he doesn't want to kill them when they're unarmed. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like the previous episode, we know that Thorkel doesn't like betrayers, which I think is the smart uh, move as a yeah. war leader. Uh, but, I mean, this is this doesn't come as surprising very uh, in character of Thorkel. Uh, Askeladd's men get what they deserved for being two timing snitches. Uh, it's funny that like Askeladd is the only one who stays alive, and then <laughs> freaking all his men get like punished for being for being selfish cunts. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, can we just talk about Thorfinn's entrance here? 
Yes. Oh because my Because Thorfinn comes riding in on the horse that he's already kicked someone in the face in midair to steal. And he comes riding in, kicking people left and right as he's trying to get through the crowd of people to go to Thorkill. Because I think he's of the impression that Thorkill is just going to kill everyone. And of course, Askeladd is standing, or well, kind of hunched over next to, uh, to, to Thorkill. And... <laughs> He rides up to Thorkill on his horse, and Thorkill, without even missing a beat, just punches the horse right in the fucking gullet. I'm like, holy fuck, man. That was pretty awesome. Loved it. Obviously, so so the joke about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is if you ever see a dog show up, uh, it's not going to end well for the dog. Apparently, we got to have a joke for Villain Saga. If you see a horse show up, it's not going to end well for the horse because we've had two, two straight episodes now where horses have been killed very brutally. It's very um, in character for Studio Wit because they are very cruel to horses in Attack on Titan. And that is an ongoing joke with the series where they always they always mutilate the horses poor and the japanese just have no respect for animal rights oh okay you can (laughs) stand by that opinion um so joke the the, (laughs) backpedal harder okay we we end the episode on thorkel agreeing to a duel with thorfinn i really hope this is what has been teased in the op yes clearly and i am very excited to see it like this is the climax i have been waiting for I so want you say to that see. you say the climax but I, i'm i'm kind of concerned because we know that this is going to be 24 episodes this season or you know this part of the adaptation of villain saga is going to be 24 episodes this is episode 17 so we still have a number of episodes to go i'm just I'm wondering if, you know, obviously this, I'm assuming this fight is going to last at least one, maybe two episodes at the most. Um, I'd be shocked if this fight lasted the rest of the the season. Um, I'm just, I'm wondering, because this, this is shaping up to be a very climactic fight, as you say. Um, and it's kind of been building to this. I'm just hoping that when this fight is finished and there's still four or five episodes to go, it's not really boring the rest of the way in comparison. I don't know what's going to happen. All I care about is wanting to see this fight. <laughs> I know. It's like, who I'm knows pretty what's sure this is what's, I'm pretty sure this is what's been teased in the OP. And if it's half as good as it looks in the OP, oh, it's going to be a good fight. Hells yeah. Next <sighs> week can't come any faster. And you say that, but we actually just found out a few days ago that episode nine or 18 has been delayed a week so we have to wait two weeks no how could you do of course by the time this comes out it won't make a difference so it makes a difference to me <laughs> i live in the present <laughs> people listening to this live in the future but i still have to wait two weeks oh well thank you all out yeah. there for dropping in to listen to us we hope you enjoyed it because we sure enjoyed bringing it to you If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things are down below in the description. I have been your host, Sho, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Alex. You want to go practice punching horses with me this weekend? If by punching horses, you mean... 
uh, you know what? I was not. I have no <laughs> idea where. I was gonna say, be careful where you go with this. <laughs> <laughs> New kink, yes. 